to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. probably recording go ahead that's right we're doing this episode street style no headphones no bones about it this is three cool guys meeting on the street saying did you see today's rag did you pick up the rag today <laughs> it's called the brooklyn rail <laughs> i will have you know anders came into this apartment it's with gigantic. a two foot tall newspaper <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? You flipped it open. Well, like Nemo's it, little adventure ass. <laughs> the Brooklyn people know about this thing. It is <laughs> real Brooklyn people. <laughs> Not like everyone else in this room who also lives in Brooklyn, but yeah. real ones. No, if you if the pizza well, shop just, sells and do the right thing, there's a big, enormous stack of uh, Brooklyn rails. That's what that movie was about. Yeah, yeah, it's about getting railed by the system. <laughs> getting Brooklyn railed in a sundress. Um, (laughs) just in time for summer yeah Uh, in time for fake spring which uh, I wonder if there are fake spring dresses out there that people are using just for is there anything better than getting railed in a big spring dress (laughs) you know what they should make not that I'm a fashion designer but I have thought about it a Brooklyn rail sundress now for Mm. specifically getting railed so easy access yeah, and then in a fit of passion, you can tear the dress because it's made of newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> and that see, will heighten the passion. Speaking of the sun, did you see this thing about how the sun has, like, a cornhole? Hold on, hold on. We're talking about uh, Don Jr.? <laughs> come on. It's a politics show, folks. The New York Post is, like, um, desperate or something. They, like, put oh. out bait. You know, like very obvious, like, oh, don't quote tweet this and make a joke articles. And this one was, it was pretty good. I had to do it. I had to hand it to him. The su- this is the headline. The sun has developed a, quote, coronal hole, like corona, like the sun, oh. a coronal hole 20 times the size of the earth. And then it's a picture of the earth and then a picture of the coronal hole, of which the is, sun's br- hole? it's brown in the, it's like a sepia toned photo. On. I don't know what they're getting at here. What are you trying to say, <laughs> New York Post? Trying to say that the sun has developed a giant cornhole. That the sun is shitting out its ass? <laughs> 20 do- times larger than the earth? Out its doo-doo ass. What the fuck? By the way, welcome to the show. It's Pod Dame America. Thanks for catching that, Alex. For another week, and I'm Alex, and I'm here with my friends, and we're on the street. This one is, we gotta throw a Hail Mary here, because our audio equipment all broke right before we were recording. Remember that used to happen like every episode? We used yeah. to start That's every episode. That's what made episode. this show great. not <laughs> happened in so long? Because we bought a fucking $700 oh, mixer, right. and I, then it didn't do it until today. It's the, you know, the, I remember it's French, but, and like, the pension age is, it is resisting. There you go. I, I it's just like what's happening in France. I just remember six months into doing this show, putting out an episode where the entire thing was recorded 20 decibels too high and people sending me messages like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there are men screaming at me in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one that was, yeah, like 
I didn't realize the entire episode was going through the keyboard mic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who hasn't done one of those? <laughs> if you haven't recorded a keyboard episode where there's one guy on the opposite side of the computer just coming through like Kenny in South Park, you haven't recorded. I used to do that when we started doing remotely when I moved to D.C. at first. I, I think there's several episodes. I had the equipment, plugged it in. Didn't think to hit the preferences button on the Zoom. Oh, yeah. And was just doing it through the keyboard mic, but with all the equipment in. So it was like the vibe of uh, a professional recording. But but we, we've been doing well lately, I will say. Putting on airs. Yeah, we've really had our shit together until this trying moment. Yeah. I don't know what just happened. I'm very mad that Mar- our mixer. I'm well, it's a big week for news. And we're right. all going through a trying moment I got a newspaper. Anders is raising his two-foot-tall newspaper <laughs> now to flick, flip through this thing. The old BR. That is, it has an incredible cover of just the shot of the inside of a train on it. Oh, I didn't even know what that I was. Say, what is it was. this just train news? What Wait. is this newspaper? Wait, is that you what said, that is? I, it, it looks like a, um, a meat refrigerator. Yeah, I think it's probably a meat refrigerator. Well, they have those on trains. Well, there's rails in the... This, there's like a, a rail that you... Handrail. Uh, and which is what it's a magazine about doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I love to read the cocaine newspaper from every ah, day. Oh, what's new? Bumps are a, back. There's a different way of cutting your straws up. <laughs> this, this is really twenty dollar bills are out. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. That's gross. People who do that, that's gross. Yeah, feces. There's a lot of feces on bills. Money is like yeah. the dirtiest thing in society. Right. Yet we all love it and rub it all over our faces when we get it. Yeah, I live off it. Um, they, I think they should try more to be a competitor with the New York Post. We mentioned New York Post. Brooklyn Rail, obviously, like intellectual, RT sort of publication, but like they, I maybe they did do this. A huge spread on Noam Chomsky dating a much younger woman like Old man Robert Problematic. The yeah. Problematic. Like Manufacturing pictures consent, of indeed. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, it's hanging right there. The age gap question. <laughs> no, no, on the both age adults. gap question. She's like 50, which is, you know, significantly yeah, younger so than him. 40 yeah. years younger than him. <laughs> yeah, Got it. Okay, but still if weird. You, if you listen, it's I half mean, your age plus seven. <laughs> and, and I, bring I clearly passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> There's an article in here I just read about him. It's pretty interesting. But, um, but yeah, the, he he actually had that was that is this is his first relationship since he was uh, married to a woman he met when he was eight and started dating as an eight year old. It's really sad. Was married to her up until. He was like in his 80s and she died, and then he gets, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge Brooklyn Rail expose about it. You can check Very it. sad. Is this but from an old novel? That's a it could sto- be. That it sounds could, like an old story. It could be a short story in the Brooklyn Rail. <laughs> I think what you're referring to Rail. is an old man, which is Noam Chomsky's 500 years old, and so he does old people things like fall in love when you're eight it just sounds like something from one of the game of thrones books and then lord chomsky married an eight-year-old it was normal at the time he he was also eight (laughs) i wasn't paying attention i'm just getting defensive because i married my girlfriend from high school that's what this is Uh, wow people are disgusted you went to a high school and found your girlfriend three years ago she was impressed by my disturbing Disturbing news about cool Alex Patak. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. It's easy to trick a child. <laughs> I mean, this. Uh, so look at this. Like this, they are trying to carve out a niche. That I don't know why I'm reviewing newspapers here, but if you look at 
it's the like biggest magazine. It's so seen. huge, and I gotta respect it's it because look at all this text. It's That's all what they're words. Doing. I could read this yeah. one page all day. <laughs> Yes, it would take it if I, I wanted to actually read this cover to cover. It would have taken I'm me. For you. And I'm Years. or I'm sorry, yeah, because <laughs> I'm not reading all that. Yeah, the, in like, parentheses, the Brooklyn Rail. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the New York Times now, it's just pictures. That that was supposed to be the hobnob, hobnob, the elite sort of paper of record for intellectuals, and now it's 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 been Disneyfied. If you look at the New York Times, it's images, it's like ads. Well, every picture's worth a thousand words. It's a crossword puzzle shaped like a swastika. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and respect, shout out to the Brooklyn Rail. Respect to them. And I read a, a review of a video game I'm playing in the New York Times the other day, and I was like, man, somebody's got a really sweet job <laughs> just playing games for babies, but then they're also like, it, New York Times. Yeah, six-figure uh, salary and pension being I'm, like, Portal 2 is still good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the New York Times video game reviewer. Would you like to meet Mario? We're close <laughs> Associates. <laughs> yeah, it would. He's coming to the New Year's party, Mario. I'm going to take so many drugs and watch that movie. If you go to the bathroom, you can meet Wario. Wario. Where he's doing cocaine. Oh, yeah, he is. He's reading <laughs> the Brooklyn Rail in there. Wahoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what the New York Post headline actually is. We're getting very distracted. The... What is a thing? What is one thing that happened? There's well, three <laughs> huge things happening, so we should probably. Yeah. Get to well, at least one of them. At least, okay. What if we started with this one? The last president. Remember the president before this president? <laughs> Gwyneth well, Paltrow. Been... That's what we're talking about. Yeah. No, no, the big no. News of today. Just... <laughs> Forty-five. <laughs> the other court case. No one ever expects to be uh, quizzed on the presidents this way, but actually, the one before 45. Joe Biden was Donald Trump. He has been indicted of a crime, and so he is going to be uh, receiving a foot long in jail. That's what they're saying. Uh oh. I still right. don't. Mueller's back, baby. Mueller is back from the grave to send <laughs> Donald Trump to jail. Were you two as excited as I was upon hearing this? It sent a course of electricity through my body, I like finding out he had COVID. I still don't believe it's happening. I, I need to see, and even if I see the picture, it could be AI generated when it actually happens. I, I don't need even to see know him in chains. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I still don't. I mean. I hope I'm wrong. It would be entertaining, but I th I still think he's there's a chance he'll weasel his way out of it. I'm, you know, I'm just tempering my expectations. But Look, is it uh, important or <laughs> irrelevant to your life in any way? No, but the president he's going to jail for porn secrets, right? <laughs> not of all of the that, things. Not any of the like hundreds of real crimes. Even the ones not as president, just the ones as a real estate mogul he was committing. Those are not on the table. We are just talking about him lying about having sex all the time. It's really funny cuz it's he's getting indicted over the hush money that he gave to Stormy Daniels, the sex worker, to to be quiet about the fact that they have had sex. Which she has not done. If you follow her on Twitter, she's very funny. Like yeah. the other day, somebody said Donald Trump wouldn't touch you with a ten foot pole or so something. To which she replied, "He did it with a three inch one." Bada bing! Oh like, my god! This woman is like, I had sex with this man. <laughs> she's not doing what the hush money was he for. He paid me money, and I won't <laughs> shut up about it. It's fucking great. What is the crime? I don't understand. I, that's what I didn't get either. <laughs> I was you, up late last night trying to figure out exactly what... It's illegal for women to handle money. <laughs> <laughs> she used it for it's shopping. True. Donald Trump is a feminist. So, <laughs> in New York, 
falsifying business records can be charged as a misdemeanor, which is another porn star he slept with, actually. Oh, Damn. come on now. Um, what a highbrow podcast. But to make it a Where felony, they would have to show that Trump falsified the hush money records to, according to the New York Times, help commit or conceal a second crime. So See, I'm kind of with you, Anders, on this, where, like, he's been arrested, like, 35 times, apparently, over the last year. Yeah. I'm saying the news cycle has started. Like, we got him. Right. Call my lawyer. I've protected my emotions by going, don't call me until it's actually real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. this seems like... I still am not buying that it's actually real, I guess. And even if it does happen, I am prepared for there to not be any photographs or video of it. I mean, I, I think there's an angle where Trump um, thinks he will benefit from that. But I think at the end of the day, he's going to conclude that that's not the way to go. Hope I'm wrong. There will be an AI court stenographer where we get like what exactly it looks like, except everyone has seven fingers. <laughs> this yeah. is my favorite Trump detail that came out yesterday. I don't know what newspaper this was from. This is some live coverage feed. It's a snapshot. It shows Donald Trump and it says, quote, I will not go quietly. Nation on edge as Trump vows last stand from Trump Tower Applebee's. <laughs> so that was real. I saw that. That, that was actually real. Uh, I, I saw it. <laughs> Why would someone lie about something like this? Law enforcement yeah, concerned that the former president's familiarity with the trade of the fast casual dining establishment of his eponymous tower could lead him strategic advantage of making extracting him a kill or be killed scenario. That seems fake, but it's so funny. I want it to be real. I, Don't tell me that's it's what's fake. So fun about him though is that he is like a, a non-reality. Like remember when he became president the first time, and you were like, "What? That doesn't compute." Everything about him. Is Anything goes. He's a wizard. He's an archon. He's like, uh, his greatest power is breaking your fucking worldview in half like that. And you're going, I don't, what's real? What Maybe did you say his lawyer's name was? Like Daniel Law or something? Oh, trusty. Fuck. Tr yes, trusty. <laughs> Old uh, trusty. Get trusty on the phone. <laughs> Jim trusty, I think. Um, but Mr. But Bragg is, another funny name, is the guy indicting him who, um, Apparently, who, you know, Billy they're called... What's that? Billy, Billy Bragg. Bragg. <laughs> Mr. Trump. <laughs> it's the porn star. Um, Richard. It was a stormy day in Daniel. Um, there will be parties. <laughs> there will be fun. For the union. But Alvin Bragg is they're calling him Soros funded and there's an impulse to kind of push back on that. Obviously, anti-Semitic dog whistle in many ways, but it, it is also just true that he got money from a PAC uh, that Soros funded, uh, w which a lot of um, attorneys general did or attorney general candidates, not all of whom were elected, but, you know, sort of progressive reformers. Uh, in this case, I actually just saw an article, Hillary Clinton was against Bragg. She doesn't endorse that often. Usually it's against a progressive who looks like they're going to win and is backed by Bernie Sanders. She'll weigh in on the primary. She uh, wanted this other lady to to be elected instead of Bragg. Um, but ironically, he won and is going after her nemesis. One of her nemeses. Now One of the greatest I think stories ever told. Donald Trump is good now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like... DeSantis released that statement saying he's not going to cooperate with any attempts to extradite Trump from Florida, but it seems like he's given himself up. 
They're not going to make a show out of it. This could go. I mean, it would be interesting. He started his campaign like in Waco on about the 30th anniversary of the Waco siege battle. Um, He could try to do something like that at Mar-a-Lago. Have the federal troops come in. Barricade himself in with so cool. the wives. I want to be lit on fire. <laughs> I want to be consumed in flame. It would be so cool if someday in like high school history books, there's just Donald Trump's last stand. <laughs> yeah. he, he fucking boarded himself up Waco style. Gathering all of the chicken nuggets into a corner of the room. Do you think he knows how to use a gun? No. Absolutely. He's like a New Yorker, you know? Yeah, I don't think... I mean, I feel like he's gone to a shooting range. I feel like we would see uh, footage of it if he was actually successful. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, it's more... He's not... He doesn't use guns, He's but he does, like, show up sometimes and go, like, you people love these things. He's yeah. backwards and shit. I just yeah. pay a guy to use them. I mean, that's one of those things. Like, he is a New Yorker, and, like, people here, um, even if they're lean right on a lot of things don't really care about abortion for the most part or and are not pro gun so uh i think those two things he's just kind of winged it at and you know clearly doesn't know what he's talking about a lot of the time or really care um but, but he is being turned into tupac by the democrats <laughs> the democrats have made the new tupac and it's donald j trump yeah yeah there's a lot of good twitter bullshit um all of this. the right wing media sphere has lost their minds they're saying it's a political assassination and that they're coming for you next uh donald trump jr high on some kind of drug uh yelling into a camera saying that this would make mal blush that made me laugh um a lot of leftists who's mal mal oh mal the chairman yes okay (laughs) um he's also dead i don't think he'll be blushing but <laughs> and also i don't think this would make him blush anyway uh he'd be of, embarrassed <laughs> he'd be embarrassed to learn about I mean, it as we know, all should the cultural feel. revolution it was uh landlords actors and game show hosts who uh, had sex with pornographic actresses that was the but main. then lied about it or whatever <laughs> the crime is um I see a lot of people trying to throw water on this, saying, hey, it's not exciting. It's not a big deal. They're, uh, we're washing over important things. I totally get that gut reaction. It is embarrassing how happy this makes me. And I think it, that just we're in this position because there's so little to get excited about <laughs> that getting the, the little uh, 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 sugar injection of watching the orange man go to jail is just what you need to put some sunshine on your day. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, the right-wing response, because they're vacillating between, like, this is an outrage, this is the Fourth Reich shit, and this is actually good for Trump. This is the best thing that ever happened to him, is him running for president from jail. Or I hope that happens so badly. <laughs> I want it so bad. I hope he calls into the debates from jail. I hope there are debates and they're reignited. We all, yeah. as a nation, the whole project is just invigorated by this man going to jail. I heard they mentioned Eugene Debs on Fox News yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. A great businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Right. One of the first pundits. uh, (laughs) This would be the, yeah, the second presidential candidate to run for office from jail, uh, as has been established. Yeah. U.S. Um, But, yeah, I mean, DeSantis, I don't don't think he knows how to 
handle this because he's a rival, but he's also trying to, you know, get in the good graces of the, the Trump crowd. But, I mean, it could happen where, I, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to drop out because I think he's going to try to run uh, even if it's not a, really a feasible thing. I think they'll at least keep the campaign going as a, as a legal organ just because there's so much money in it for him. Oh, Trump? Yeah, for sure. They're embezzling all Absolutely. kinds of funds with that, with that shit. But I don't know. It'll stay tuned. It's I mean, anyone's game. We'll keep an eye on this as the situation progresses. I mean, devil's advocate. Wouldn't it be kind of cool if he won from jail? It would be <laughs> the most baller shit of all time. <laughs> I mean, and here's a weird. Th- what three cool. years into the Joe Biden presidency, <laughs> it doesn't feel good here, folks. Yeah, and he like got to be president, but he was in prison, so it was like when the oh, one like a mob boss is in there. Yeah, <laughs> you have yeah, who would take orders and serve from like speak cryptically to the media about what the Don wants. Um, <laughs> the to, Don, we'd have to bring him like applesauce and shit, <laughs> or sneak him in cigarettes. Right, he wouldn't make moonshine in the toilet. Because he is sober. I'm just drinking regular toilet water. Because <laughs> I don't drink. It's healthier for you. It's got, got more flavors. I mean, people would be sneaking in McDonald's wrappers to yeah. put on the prison burgers that he's already getting. So they're, they look appetizing to him. But That's, they're really the same thing. You actually, out of, I think I've mentioned this before, but you get McDonald's in jail sometimes. That's what's up. So he, I didn't get it's it. like middle school in there. He's immune to the... To the pressures of jail, he thinks it's yeah. great. He gets to wear his favorite color, orange. Yeah, you know, I got a peanut butter sandwich. That was orange, Mister Trump. Like your face, you have a great time in there. Um, Sorry, you've been resisted. Having gay sex, <laughs> to folks, he's gay. This he's gay lines. and he's orange and he's going to jail. And this is a resistance podcast. Welcome to Mueller. She wrote. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> you get to be, this is a common sentiment you've seen on Twitter a lot this week from like leftists. It's like, eh, something like this happens, you get to be a lib for a week, right? You get to get just be like an orange man, bad person for a week. You can just feel it in the air. You can just feel like everybody's happy. Yeah. Around New York, at least. It's like when he lost the election. It's like Yeah, the, yeah. I remember that, too. Yeah, People were like blowing kazoos in the street. Yeah. It doesn't mean you like Joe Biden. It's just like, come on, live a little. Don't be a complete It just sourpuss. means you want to have 20 beers, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Any excuse, and this is a really good really one. Really anything. <laughs> <laughs> just the merest flash of an indication. Andrews, you look like you want to say something. Uh, no, I'm just thinking about when he got COVID, and I was kind of hoping he would die. Yes. Yeah. And that did, that cool. could still happen with this, you know. He could get Epstein. He's he could he could be Epstein. He could just be killed regular in prison. That would be the funniest outcome. I'm I mean, kind of surprised if, he just never got assassinated. He seemed like a really prime target. For well, he's that. a guy who can't keep his fucking mouth shut for <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> uh, but I think he's ultimately so stupid that like the deep state organs can kind of manipulate him very easily. Even though now he's like. Saying in explicit terms, a deep state's going to be done if I get back in there. Um, which, if he's serious, oh, about, I'm going to get him. Yeah, but this he's time so I'm dumb that him. if he gets, you know, reelected, they're just going to say like, "Absolutely, sir, we'll take care of that right away," and then just not do whatever he orders, like they do to every president. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe he'll start spilling dirt about his 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 pals in the elite. I mean, that's I think the only 
point of leverage he really has. Uh, I saw Charlie Kirk um, was saying that, like, all right, let's go tit for tat now. And this is why I think a lot of even liberals were trepidatious about prosecuting Trump, uh, especially for things he did in office, was because, you know, everybody has done bad shit who has gone who has been a uh, resident at uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Like the Bill Clinton, Charlie Kirk said, whoever the AG is in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, assuming it's a Republican, indict Bill Clinton for something, uh, which I say, great. Great. Let's, let's do it. I don't know what crime we're going to get him on specifically. Because again, what's important is that you get them on a non-political crime. Just some uh, didn't pay my taxes rape? shit. Statutory? Oh, yeah, any of the he, rapes? Sure. I, Clinton is easy. He openly raped. He uh, smoked Cuban cigars. Right? That, what if it's that? Played, <laughs> See, it has to be something like that. It has yeah. to be Cuban cigar crime. <laughs> he played the saxophone, which is illegal. I Yes. He learned to work it. True. Yeah. Wore those Oakley sunglasses. I mean, I, th- I think it's a great precedent. I think that is something to be happy about. Carter's got a few weeks left maybe and uh he, you know he gave arms to some was <laughs> jimmy carter in irons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if that's the only other one they nab yeah for illegal <laughs> peanut 100 year old man <clears throat> thrown in jail you know it's another dumb take you've seen her well it's not dumb but it's just a take that's very common right now on twitter but arrest all of them they should all be arrested it's very fun i would love if this opens the gate for that very I don't, cool i don't think it's going to happen but it would be a lot of fun to just start arresting or nothing would better uh calcify or crystallize this moment we're in where Americans like feel really bad about our national project than just sending all previous presidents to jail be so cool. <laughs> for just mundane bullshit. Yeah. All for the same crime of having yeah. sex with Stormy Daniels, which they all did. <laughs> You're all lying about it. You're all giving her money. She just becomes the most important character in American history. That'd be yes. great. Yes. But, you know, um, well, the thing is, people are saying, like, oh, this is a third world type of action. But, like, look at to other countries. Uh, it's pretty common for heads of state, former heads of state to go to jail. You know, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, like, this is that that's the sign that, you know, the law is working, right? Not that it actually is or is designed that way, but in theory... Yeah, it's a third world phenomenon for uh, our leaders to not be above the law. Yeah, well, we're always <laughs> just bragging be allowed to commit crime about how much democracy we have here and stuff. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. Well, these these junk food news items they can be fun, but they make you forget about the real things, like Chinese spying on your cell phone, making your daughter eat Tide Pod. <laughs> That's right. We are one week out from the congressional hearings on the TikTok app. Have you seen this? Have you read about this? Yeah, this is another thing that's like so dumb, my brain can't process it. But they're uh, having f- government hearings about the the string dance app. They, they're like just showing the clips of the teens dancing and then like cutting to the CEO and saying your comment. And he's like, I don't make the videos. <laughs> Senator, how do you respond to this uh, e-girl that looks like Ronald McDonald that's giving a weird boner? <laughs> she's so hot, but she's a clown. Do you think Logan Paul should have done that thing in the suicide forest? That was on YouTube. That was on YouTube. Um, 
it is it is fun because the the hearing, which is all these right wing Republicans, uh, essentially doing yellow peril to the TikTok CEO, who's just like a finance dude, bro. I've seen that guy a few times. Just say. To be clear, I'm here to talk about TikTok because they keep asking him like to answer for the entire Chinese government and yeah. shit. He's also if I had a Uyghur tied up backstage right now, <laughs> would you kill him? <laughs> He's also not even Chinese. He's he kept having to say, "I'm from Singapore." <laughs> <laughs> he does not have an accent really at all. It's very funny. He seems so confused. He's very, I mean, he is very patient. I mean, he's a dirty CEO, and uh, you know, get them, get them. But uh, the the specific focus on TikTok as a uh, privacy breach is absurd. When everything in your little spy device you bring around with you every day that has a phone in it technically is just selling every part of your life to anybody who will buy it. Uh, every app on your phone does this. It's crazy to be to draw the line at the Chinese state. Like they're gonna do shit with my goddamn seamless preferences. <laughs> right, and, and something he kept going back to is like he's. They're abiding by industry standards, and if there were regulations, they would abide by them d- domestically. Exactly, uh, and there the should thing be. Is, right, and there w- have been several that have been proposed, such as the Algorithmic Justice and Online Platform Transparency Act uh, would have forced social media platforms to explain their algorithms and data collection to its users. Um, Justice Against Malicious Algorithms Act to stop, you know, the harmful stuff from being targeted and shown to people. Uh, the, you know, similar thing with dangerous uh, algorithms and uh, pr- privacy policies um, that would describe things in a, a very uh, accessible way uh, so people could opt in and out. So all of these things have been proposed, but they have not been passed. And guess who's lobbied against them? Meta which has spent $20 million lobbying Congress, which is a record. Um, I was going to say, one of the like glaring contradictions in this whole case is uh, that like all of everything made here in America is like this. Because like, they, they're talking about like the data stealing and stuff like that, but like, wouldn't we then have to regulate our own shit in order to to accuse a foreign company of going after people's data like this. Like, it seems like a complete double standard. The McAfee just popped up. I cannot get the McAfee antivirus off this computer I just bought. The man that we interviewed and made <sighs> fun of before he died. There's a ghost <sighs> in the machine. Like, everything is like this. He's hiding there. He's <laughs> not actually dead. All right, it's true. There was this one part of uh, the, the hearing I saw where one of the senators was grilling him, and or congressman or whatever uh and they keep asking him did any chinese person coach you on this interview and he's like uh this is a very high profile interview people all over the world sending me good luck i only conferred with my team And he's like someone from the bite dance corporation have they been speaking to you today and he's just like Lots of Chinese people have spoken to me recently. I cannot tell you <laughs> who has wished me good luck on this. Bite Dance. Bite Dance is the company that owns TikTok, I, I guess. See. And they're they're inferring in the trial that the Chinese government will demand the TikTok data. They'll demand it. Uh, 
And it, the, 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 I mean, this is just so frustrating because it is uh, right wing bullshit, but it does work on liberals. You see yeah. uh, these charts going around about a crash in patriotism since 2019. They're like TikTok. People started using TikTok 2019. Can anybody think of another thing that happened after 2019 that may <laughs> have resulted in a collapse of American patriotism? No, but you don't, what you don't see is that they're related. <laughs> TikTok is how the virus got spread because it goes mm. in through the eyeballs, not the the breathing holes. That's a fact. Which is why it does they, not go through your breathing holes. They tricked us with those masks that don't cover our eyeballs. It is a nightmare the lab application. Leak was actually in the same room as the OK Boomer Girl. The lab <laughs> leak was in the Chinese dick sucking factory. There's a lot of things <laughs> leaking in that room. Did you hear that they recently decided a, a new animal that it came from? Remember how originally it was a pangolin? Well, the story was that it was a pangolin, and then it was a bat. And we said, oh, no, forget, don't don't prosecute the pangolin. It was actually a bat. Now it's a raccoon dog. I thought the CIA what? decided it was a Chinese man, and he did it on purpose. There's been like 10 different things. They switch it all the time. Uh-huh. It doesn't really matter unless you're an insane like vaccine conspiracy <laughs> right. person or whatever. Has but, there ever been uh, like a pangolin-based superhero? There's uh, never been one. Or villain. No, there should and be. And it's wrong. They're basically Pokemon. But they're also, what else is basically a Pokemon? Raccoon Dog is what they're saying it came from is now. It Wait, isn't that just a pangolin, though? No. no. I got this mixed up? No, 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 no. Pangolin looks like an armadillo kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, isn't a penguin it? is an Asian armadillo. Right? A raccoon dog is exactly what it sounds like. It's so a it looks halfway dog. between a it's dog and a raccoon. It's what Mario looks like in that suit. Yeah. Oh, a tanuki. Tanuki. Well, I'm pulling one up for you, everyone. You learn something new every day. We just learned uh, T Rexes have lips or had lips. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know how they. I should this out. before I get off this. I should mention this info is from uh, <laughs> Liberation News. Amanda, you wrote a good article about it. Um, oh man, that's a raccoon dog. Yeah, yeah that's a raccoon dog right there. I mean, that's it a big just one. Looks too. like a raccoon. Well, it's not. It's far larger. <laughs> And yeah, it's okay. got a lot to give. It's got a, more of a dog torso. Well, it's funny because we're we're talking about science now with biology of of animals. Mark Warner is mad that TikTok in China emphasizes science and engineering versus in the U.S. where it's like <laughs> it's a, a shit show. Yeah, where it's what? <laughs> I mean. A lot of different stuff. A lot of leftist content, honestly, is probably what he's mad about, too. A lot of really cool women on there. Indeed. <laughs> dancing to... You know what's weird? I wouldn't know. I get, I get stressed out if I'm on there for more than two minutes. But I had to train mine back to showing me women. Because before I was telling you about right. how it would just show me a portal to hell and yeah. like genetic deformities and, and stuff. And then you'd be like, TikTok, I'm just one of the guys. Yeah. Come I on did now. It. It's horny again. And one of the one one of the, these weird like subgenres of hot girl TikTok it keeps showing me, it's really odd. It's like a guy a person shows up and they're holding like a an umbrella or a spear or something and then you cut to the girl and she's on the other end of the the thing we're shooting and she's like wagging her hips back and forth uh-huh. and then the person with the, the pointy object will like jab at her and then she'll move her hips out of the way to show you how far she can move her hips it's really weird i've seen like a hundred of these this month like joust baiting but it's the same very specific scene every time and i'm like so confused by it like how did this become a thing where Tons of people unrelated to each other are like, we got to do a pokey hip scene because I guess 
you know, they get a lot of views or something. What is our children learning? Anyway, did they bring that up in the trial? Have they asked them about that? Because I'm very confused by it. They asked them about, I think, every video on the website. So. <laughs> <laughs> the hearing, yeah. I mean, and they're worried that somehow this the data, you know, stuff is going to allow the Chinese government to hack an American election through TikTok. Like, there's even a point to hacking an American election. <laughs> <laughs> it does not seem to matter who wins. <laughs> Definitely not worth the risk if you're China. They're like, oh, well, if they catch us, they'll blow us off the face of the planet. <laughs> but I love Donald Trump. I gotta get him back in there. Yeah, that hasn't really been, like, the main Twitter uh, lib brain disease discourse lately for a while you know the oh yeah. the election was hacked thing they just kind of got well even between elections yeah we're gonna spend some more time doing that for another year i hope you're excited yeah. for that <laughs> that's definitely gonna happen marianne will i'm sure be labeled a chinese uh plant yeah something China is the flavor of the year, which is strange because we are still actively battling Russia and Ukraine every day. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we're pivoting. Well, that's that's the process having completely, like, like it culminated, right? Is we're do we got what we wanted. Everyone here hates Russia. Now we're in some weird proxy war with them. End goal here, we get to fight China. And then we move on to antagonizing and blaming an election on... Who's next? I really think Hawaii. between Russia and China, it's going to be... There's not going to be enough money to go around. Our hands are going to be full. I mean... Maybe Cuba. Cuba. Maybe. Cuba's so funny. They're, they're so poor over there. They're such we a small bean. so bad. They're just a small bean. Yeah, I mean, China is trying to help them uh, actually build solar panels. Um, unfortunately, they can't get a lot of the stuff they need to complete... The mission because of the U.S. embargo against Cuba, but uh, I think you know China can't get anything done until that thing's gone. Everybody's freaking out that this is going to be a uh, they're going to dwarf us economically, the United States, uh, and ultimately the only way. And what I'm concerned about, the only way to actually do something about that is through military conflict. Yeah, and so it's. And this is always what happens is that, you know, people, these things seem kind of silly in isolation uh, and people pretend there's no connection between the broader fucking economic base, you know, movements that are happening around the, in the global economy and the, you know, the ideological noise we see in uh, U.S. media. But um, we're th th this could be a fucking war. I don't it think it be. will be like us invading China. I think there's a possibility uh, putting my wizard predictor hat on here, Most my war predictor. It's a beautiful hat, by the way. Um, I, I honestly think that um, there could be a showdown in a place like, you know, maybe certain sections of Africa. Because for years, decades, uh, the U.S. and Western Europe has um, sucked money out of Africa through, you know, elaborate debt schemes um, we have a whole good, we got a good, uh, grift going there mm. and China's kind of screwing that up, you know, not that they're like spreading communism to Africa yet, but like building they, infrastructure. And shit yes. Yeah. Countries, building right? hospitals yeah. and ports and shit. I yeah. saw a quote from, um, 
and I'm hesitant to just say from an African because that could be millions of people, but wow, from a guy, that's what you called I don't remember that's the country. What he calls them in his wizard hat. <laughs> wow, that's a funny looking wizard hat. There, there is this, uh, Why is it all white? It's all one color. That's oh, kind God, of a weird choice. I didn't choice. even think of that. Um, not a wizard hat, a philosopher's stone on my head. Um, even I worse. Now you're a turf. Harry Potter and oh, the philosopher's shit. stone. In any case, flustered and <laughs> what's another part? Of my, uh, my dental headgear, my magical dental headgear that no. has been struck by lightning and made me predict. The I think future. it's a good guess. I think you you have a good guess. Um, but there was, uh, but I want to say this quote from this this uh, guy. I uh, I don't I remember what the country was, but he was I think a official of some kind, and he's like, when a European comes to talk to us, uh, we get a lecture. When a Chinese official comes, we get a hospital, um, which is the better deal, right? They're actually they're bi- they're developing uh, trading partners in the same way we did with with Western Europe uh, back in the day, and but that's a big threat to the U.S. economy. We don't like it. I read that there's a plan to scale Belt and Road back specifically because, uh, despite what you read in the Atlantic or uh, whatever your preferred Western outlet is, uh, their investments are not a debt trap. And so when they lend all these money to poor countries, they actually can't pay them back and then they have no way to exploit that. So uh, they're rethinking some of the initiative. But I mean, the fact that it happened at all is amazing. Um, I think a logical jumping off point here from... Uh, United States political stagnation, Western frustration at, at China right now is the protest going on in France. We oui. um, since uh-huh. January, Emmanuel Macron, the ma- the wizard of Manny the Mac. country of France. We call him Manny Mac. He is requesting to raise the retirement age for Francites from <laughs> sixty two to sixty four years old. And that's after years of working four days a week. And, of course, the entire country is on fire now. That seems like a dick move. Yes. Well, he couldn't... I mean, the reason it's been reignited recently was as of, I think, last week... Uh, he couldn't get it through whatever uh, parliament system he has, so he invoked this special rule where you forty nine point three forty nine point three. You're just allowed to, I guess, declare yeah, legislate like, like you could do very easily in America through the executive branch. The government is a game of Mario Party, right? Yeah. And he happened. I know him for work. Stumble upon um, a little shop on the board somewhere, and he purchased. One-time use mega mushroom that allows you to bypass Wario and Yoshi and friends. He used it to fuck over these people and their pensions, right? Yeah, that's exactly what happened, Jake. Thank you. Um, but the I'm here to explain <laughs> the newsworthy items to the people. <laughs> <laughs> We're just three guys on the street whose usual mixer is not working. Um, the the newsworthy thing happening here is not that there are protests in France, which happens all the time. It's that Macron being unable to really retaliate from this as he's doing it anti-democratically is just sending in the skull crushers. He's sending in right. cops on motorcycles to throw gas grenades into crowds and beat people's heads in. And that does seem like where the winds are headed for these Western European and North American countries. Uh, Everyone has the internet. We're all aware that uh, politically we're trapped in these undemocratic situations and there's not going to give you what you want. So the only real option for the powers that be is just to turn on the stick button 
and yeah. send in the men to come beat your head in. For I mean, the listener, Anders opened the Braille magazine during this and turned to a page that I think he thought would be relevant to the Macron situation. Yes. <laughs> Anything in there? Uh, I got a flip What's in the rail? Sketches. <laughs> <laughs> this is a comedically large newspaper. We cannot emphasize that enough. Really, the visual element is being lost here. You look like you're spying on someone. <laughs> you have to cut some holes to it. It's like it's 1945. I cut out. I should have cut out the relevant section. It still would have been enormous, um, but taped it to my face here. But... Um, yeah, so it's it's Macron seems to be overplaying his hand. It wasn't that long ago that similar shit was going down with the uh, gilet jaune, which, uh, in case you don't speak gilet French, jaune. I believe that means yellow vests, or that's what they were called in English. Yeah, I don't think um, it means that. What does it mean? I don't I don't remember, but I think it's a different word. In any case, he was just reelected. The Dijon, <laughs> and uh, if you remember, yeah, gilet Dijon. <laughs> It ended up being, you know, they have a runoff there, and uh, we were all cheering for the old windbag Jean-Luc Mélenchon, came third, and so he went to the runoff with uh, with uh, the fascist, and um, he won, and I think the, the strength of his win sort of um, uh, made, invisibilized the level of hatred towards Macron there, because people still did not want to re- elect Le Pen, a... a out fascist um but right after that presidential election there they have parliamentary elections and uh Mélenchon and La France Insoumise which is the left-wing formation left of the socialist party which is basically more abundant at this point they've totally sold out and hollowed out um but there is this new sort of movement in France which has a uh, at least the the electoral arm uh the France Insoumise is running against austerity, running for socialism in many cases. Uh, they had a parliamentary election right after the presidential one, and they were on track to actually win the parliament. Macron, being in this sort of centrist party, um, intervened in a lot of these races where there were two options. It was either the France Insoumise or like a Le Penite fascist party. He intervened on the side of the fascists to basically Surprise. block a socialist parliament. Uh, By the way, gilet jaune does mean yellow vest. It's a crazy-ass language <laughs> for crazy-ass white boys. It's, it's a crazy place. So France I, is a crazy place. I was looking this up. They're, they have uh, an incredibly strange union situation. It's very weird in two ways. Um, France actually has a very low rate of unionization, which is something conservatives will point out here. They'll say, oh, you want high union rates? Well, France, this welfare state that you love, their unionization is actually pretty low. It's 8% total, only 5% of the private sector. That's the one That's one weird aspect. The other weird aspect is they have a ton of uh, trade federations, federations of unions. Usually there's only one, sometimes two trade federations like the AFL-CIO, like a Congress of different unions in the United States. Uh, but France has eight. And they're like, there are different rivals and stuff. Uh, and they fight each other. And they, and one of the guys actually looks like Mario, who's in charge of one of these uh, trade syndicates. Um, really, Mario? Yeah, Philippe Martinez, I think his name is. But Interesting. Mario's name is Mario. Yeah. 
Um, but the true the unions in France, according to Politico, the best way to understand them is as political parties of the workplace. So there's not very many members, but the the base for the unions, the supporters of workplace organizing and the working class movement in France are it, it's a very much a mass movement uh, and uh, people vote in workplaces every five years to decide which unions are represented in national and local negotiations uh, effectively they elect part of the government through the workplace um, so if a union gets more than eight percent of the vote it's part of France's governing structure and they get a hundred million euro from the government uh, and another hundred million from the industry that they represent uh, to to organize and they get to so on behalf of the entire country they negotiate those unions which don't directly represent that many people uh, they negotiate on behalf of the entire country and they set uh, wages and working conditions that's really interesting yeah um, what a crazy ass country. <laughs> and, and one of the things that they have been governing too is the pension system, which is, is very good in France uh, for a long time. Say magnifique. <laughs> it's 14% of their GDP is just pensions. Uh, one of the world's best, and it, it shows they have the second lowest elderly poverty rate in Damn. the entire world. It sucks to live here. I know. Oh. It sucks so bad. They get so. <laughs> <laughs> the earnings that you get in France before you even retire, 74% of that is from pensions. From not even directly fucking working, Man. selling the slop. What's our retirement age? Like, never? <laughs> you die first. Mark. You die first for sure. That's awesome. I can't wait to be doing this podcast when we're like 90. <laughs> <laughs> we're even more out of touch. What's up with the fucking mixer today? <laughs> I still live here. You hear the banning click clack? That's going to be going right into my groove. I'm going to be very happy when I can start talking about Metamucil, the vitamin-based. bigger newspaper in front of <laughs> yeah. you. Andrews has been waiting to be an old person for years now. <laughs> It's still going to be sometime. Um, I got so fucked up last night. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Poppers have changed. Uh, Would we like to cover this Bernie Sanders committee before we leave? Uh, young sure. Jacob must yeah, retreat. I would just wanted to. We got, we got a good 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Just rounding out the French portion. Uh, Mitterrand, who is a socialist prime minister in the 80s, who in many ways sucked, he did lower the retirement age from 65 to 60. So it used to be what we have, 65, went down to 60, Sarkozy, uh, and bumped it up to 62, which a lot of people were not happy about. And Macron's trying to lower it even more, even though uh, his economists, like Antoine Bozio, much like <laughs> who's Bozo. This Bozio? Yeah, who's this Bozio? Even he. That's what French Bozo is called. <laughs> Bozio. Bozio. Zekline. <laughs> he said that this is too far. Like he designed the plan, and then eventually was like, "This is not a good. This really disproportionately." I was still working hurts. on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as Alex said, eight hundred thousand people out in just Paris alone, according to some estimates. Uh, and they're deploying thousands and thousands of officers. Even Amnesty International is like, whoa, guys, cool it. And one of the strategies, too, directly is to hold protesters without cause, um, which, you know, if you live in America, you're very familiar with during the George Floyd protests, but um, is still abominable as jails, in theory, are to hold people for reasons yeah. and not just to for open repression. 
One would think. I mean, um, if you're just going by the script. Yeah, at least find a hush money payment that these people have made. I mean, it's France. I'm sure they've done it. Uh, <laughs> They're French. I'm sure they've they've all been sure. with Miss Daniels. Yeah, Miss Daniels. Um, but yeah, here you know, in France they love coffee. That's um, true. Actually, that's not true. They like espresso. That's still coffee. That's an Italian drink. <laughs> I mean, you can drink it in do France. They have co- I've never been to Europe. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> they do have coffee in France. They don't have drip coffee. Is that yeah, what you're that, getting that, at? That is what yeah. I mean. And that's the big confusion. If you come here, you order coffee. Everybody knows you're talking about drip coffee. You order a tea here. People are like, what kind of tea? It's the exact opposite in Europe. They completely flip it. So tea, I guess maybe this is more so UK. It's uh, English breakfast tea or like a, a very light sort of very lightly caffeinated tea. And then coffee, if you say, can I get a coffee? Like, what the fuck kind, bitch? Um, <laughs> That's very how they rude. talk to you? Yes. I think this may bitch. just be an English thing. Um, well, I, w- I was under the impression if you order, uh, if you go to get coffee in Europe, they give you an espresso which is like one and a half ounces in a shot of uh, drugs and you shoot it back and then you're zooted and I don't like that because I can't sip it. Yeah, you have to do it very slowly if you want to do. Anybody here crazy for sipping it? Did you know that Red Bull is like uh, the main national, what do you call it, output of Austria and it's kind of fashy? That makes sense. (laughs) I mean, they have that... Well, they call it the loot waff. The thing—it's not called flugtag or flugtog, something like that. Yeah. where you Dog. build a thing and throw it off the side of a cliff. It sounds a lot in my yeah. head like loot waff. So they are Nazis, and still a flying competition. They're Nazis, <laughs> all of them. All of you them heard it here. <laughs> to a man. Um, that little devil on the can—you can't trust him. Wait—is there a devil on the can? Did I just make that up. Of Red Bull. There's no, a there's a bull, bull with wings. It. it gives you wings. I don't know if you know that. I don't trust him. We're talking out of school here. Yes. So. <laughs> The last 10 minutes, none of us have had any idea what we're talking about. Um, yeah, coffee. We were talking coffee, weren't we? So, More like Kofifi <laughs> from jail. He's going to jail, folks. folks. The pumpkin has been caught. <laughs> Donald Trump. Charlie Brown, arrest this man. <laughs> it's funny because a big resistance person was... Howard Schultz and the Starbucks Corporation is very anti-Trump and Trumpism. Um, but they have, this week, Schultz got dragged under subpoena before the Senate. It's not right. <laughs> By who? Bernie Sanders. Mr. Schultz, what the fuck is a grande or a venti? I wish I could get a coffee-flavored Whatever coffee. happened to coffee-flavored coffee? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hard work. No hardworking Americans should work 90 hours a week and not get a coffee flavored coffee. Americans are done working Ariana Grande hours a week <laughs> and have started working Ariana Venti hours a week. Oh, Mr. Schultz. Good. Yeah. Very good. You know what? I have this little joke I do. I need to stop doing. Uh, it, it kills half the time it. when I go to a Starbucks and I uh, <laughs> don't. I can't remember no. the sizes. I can't wait for this. And so I'll say, hey, can I get a Mediano? And That's sometimes good. it cracks them up. I bet. Or if they I want a large, I'm like, can that. I get a giganto? And they think it's <laughs> hilarious. Other times they 
are like, what? If I was working, you could do at this at any restaurant, Andrews. And you well, said that the... I would hate you. I want to kill you. <laughs> like, make it wrong for that orange man over there. Cheek on though, I you mean, should be in fucking handcuffs right now. Well, they correct you if you order a small or a medium or large. I mean, it depends where you go, man. Yeah. Which which Starbucks are you going to? Most most Starbucks are the people who work there don't give a fuck. Enough yeah. time has passed. You gotta just say the sizes. All you I'm saying, I brightened, grande. I brightened Charlene's day that uh, that one time. So. so what's happening with uh, Howard Schultz here? So he is. He went before the Senate and uh, dragged under. He had legally, his wig had snatched. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it, yeah, it was weird. You know, there were all these MAGA Republicans basically like praising him. They'd be like, I, I don't like your company. I think it's terrible garbage. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, I think you are gay in Paul's. <laughs> Rand Paul opened his statement. He didn't even ask him a question. He just like opened his statement by quoting Ayn Rand and then went on to be like, there's something you found in the American soul that wants to pay $8 for a double mocha and... That's people amazing. have brain worms. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, you can't if you're if you're bu- that bought into libertarian logic. You can't uh, you you can't look at it as a grift, as a stupid thing that he has lucked his way into. Any way you it's get to sucker money the out of people, market is, the thing that you like working, right. right? Yeah, I don't understand why like right wing people have this fixation on coffee that costs a couple dollars more than like gas station coffee of all of the things they decided years ago that you can blame every fucking uh economic shortcoming on like well people just go to starbucks and they drink these seven dollar lattes there's all this other shit in america that people spend money on all the time that is stupid and you like shouldn't necessarily do it doesn't fit into like these crazy budgets these people imagine have i think it's like a greatest hit from like five culture wars ago where maybe every suburb didn't have a starbucks but the cities did and so you'd be like you dye your hair pink for dj classes and you get your venti or whatever but now literally every town in this goddamn country has a shitty starbucks you can go to it's ubiquitous and it's also like it's food and it's it's, it's for, not like you're not drinking coffee over there. It's for work. <laughs> People drink coffee so they can go get shit done. It's just such a weird culture war thing to me. Yeah. To be mad at people for drinking coffee. This is my hot take. Yeah, I think I mean, it's outdated, but it was just such a hit 20 years ago. People still want to play that song. No, you're right. It's a yeah. go-to just fucking yeah. tried and true focus. But now they're like now they're they're changing their song. I think they might actually start trying to, you know, get on the Schultz bandwagon. This is going to be how they did a 180 on Harry Potter. Yeah, it's tr- I honestly think now. so, because, you know, there isn't significant enough of a... If I could go back in time to someone from the 90s and be like, now all these people love the wizard books and drinking <laughs> lattes, that person's head would not explode, because that's not that weird. It's just minutia. Oh, huh. <laughs> you might get. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but and and I lo- there's a lot of things very entertaining about this uh, situation. One was the Democrats, other than like Sanders, who had pretty good questions, and Markey, uh, who just ranted a very good rant at, at Howard Schultz. They were kind of put in this awkward position where they're like, "Well, you know, I have heard from uh, some of my constituents that they tried to unionize, and you know, but I lo- I really love you. You know so much about." 
coffee and economics and uh i really love your stuff but uh can you can, you know uh, could we work something out here can we cut a deal or like they they don't know how to handle schultz because she's been a big democratic donor for a long time and i think he you know genuinely has not had anybody talk back to him in decades at this this is like the first time someone has been like sort of uh, right, you need to literally put him on trial yeah. to get him in a situation where it's not a man with a billion dollars over you. And he yeah, he believes his own shit. Yeah, oh yeah, and he was so uh, just angry. It, you could tell offended to his core that somebody would question his business practices or he, like he objects to being called a billionaire. Wasn't he originally going to leave the company instead of going to this hearing? <laughs> yeah, he did. That was, I thought he... What would, happened with that? I heard it's so like he, you can't do that. I heard yeah. that he, tr- he, he was, tried to leave the company because he thought it would get him out of the hearing. Right. And then they were like, no, you're being brought to hear No, we're the law. Over yeah. stuff that you did in the past. Right. So you still have to answer for it. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm not quitting now then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he technically may have resigned and maybe he'll start again. I mean, he came back in the first place to bust this union uh in 2021 because he was gone he quit before that to fucking run for president right which was to a hundred percent just to block bernie sanders because if you remember he was running he was going to run as an independent yeah and mitt romney opened his fucking stupid thing by saying like well there this is kind of awkward for me as a mormon non-caffeine drinker uh praising a democratic presidential candidate which not, neither of those things are true he didn't run for president and he also was not going to run as a democrat he was specifically going to run as an independent uh if there was a progressive nominee because he and was pretty basically openly going to throw the election to trump to stop sanders uh, i saw not that this is like anything new or whatever but i saw a clip of him defending himself saying that he earned every one of his billion whatever yeah. dollars and that he shares that billion bazillion dollars with everyone at starbucks all the time oh thank you for doing that shut the fuck up dude (laughs) that's not how that works yeah really nice of you if it's true and it keeps (laughs) saying like well we have such a great company and i don't you know unions in the past this is what they always say there was a time where they served a purpose but we don't need a union at starbucks because we treat our employees well we do right by people Uh, you see now we have flavored syrups so we're kind of moved beyond the need (laughs) And one thing I I wish someone would have asked him is like, okay, so are all these people just crazy? Are they delusional? Are they imagining things that their working conditions aren't good? Like, why, if things are so great, why would they want to do a union? Why is there a guy in a furry suit throwing a brick through your window if you're, <laughs> everything's working so good? Yeah. Uh, and he didn't have an answer to that. He also, like, has blatantly broken the law several times, <clears throat> according to the NLRB. And he keeps he kept calling them accusations, which is a lie. Um, these are findings by a court of law. They're not accusations. Uh, and you which know, is, again, these are crimes you do not go to jail for. You go to jail for dumb things like paying women, <laughs> right, to not gossip about you. Yeah, because if you, yeah, that, that's the other thing. Trump is president. Trump is a CEO. A lot of people are on the hook for doing those same things that he did illegally in both those positions. So that's why they're going after him with this. But um, Schultz, like one of the defenses of him by the Republicans, who, again, very awkward position for them to be in. But they were like, well, the NLRB is biased, right? They are, you know, out to get Howard Schultz, which um, and the, the reality is just the 
opposite of that. It would be great if we had an actual like a hundred percent like adversarial NLRB that was going out of its way to like prosecute people. But and and this is I think one of the few uh, clear benefits of electing Biden. The NLRB at this point is genuinely neutral and is enforcing the law which Schultz is breaking. Like you're you're seeing the the results of an objective uh, institution there from the NLRB. They're actually just just enforcing the National Labor Relations Act. That's all they're doing. Uh, and that's, you know, seen as this this kind of tyranny. So are there any repercussions for the uh, help committee having him in or? I mean, maybe they will revisit some of their I mean, their, the bargaining might maybe the uh, public pressure will come to bear and they'll sit down with uh, Starbucks employees after this. I don't know. But uh, it was it definitely made an entertaining um entertaining spectacle and i think you know may help turn public opinion even more on uh the starbucks worker side especially among and this is where the cultural turn might happen with the starbucks customer base among customers who like to think of themselves as very progressive if they go to starbucks and you know if their friends the employees who they think of as their friends are trying to unionize they and being blocked maybe they won't like that and that'll have repercussions only time will tell on these exciting developments. But we'll be here with our old newspaper unfolded in front of us every week. Our old rag. That's right. Reporting these to you as they come in. We're old now. That's what we're that's our theme for this week. Oh, and Anders has rolled up his giant newspaper and is using it like a pirate to Be sure to join the Patreon to support our rocking chair fund, as we are currently in standard rolly chairs and we roll over the mic cables and then we have to get new mic cables. Yeah, we should podcast in rocking chairs. That'd be cool. It would be cool. I'm for it. Three old dudes just chilling, leaning back, going like, What the fuck happened this week? What is it, what? I don't know what they're doing out there. <laughs> I do not understand. That's the whole podcast is three guys just like, I don't fuck, I don't understand anymore. <laughs> I don't. Anders, what happened? Oh, well. Uh, should we do plugs? Yeah. Let's plug this shit. Hey. <laughs> uh, Jake, do you have anything? Uh, someone else go first. I have to look it up. Okay. We have a show. Indeed. I, I'll do it. Uh, yeah, April 6th, which is, I believe, checking my calendar here a next Thursday, Thursday uh, here in Bushwick, New York, in Brooklyn, we have the paid protest stand-up comedy show, a fundraiser for the East Palestine train derailment pick-up-the-train-pieces program. And you can to get them bottled water. To get them bottled water, and also there's so much train all over the dang place. And so we're doing a fundraiser for that. It's at Silo in Bushwick. You can get a ticket in the link below. We will have that there. There's some great comics on the show. Star spangled guests <laughs> from all over the fucking television. So you don't want to miss that. And also me and Andrews are Kat and Kath are going to be there. You got to see it to believe it. Run, do not walk to the paid protest comedy show. Anders, you have anything? Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, come to that. Um, I have a new article, actually, I just wrote that came out in Racket MN, Minnesota, uh, about the the Minnesota Farm and Labor Party, their merger with the Democrats, and the subsequent purge of socialists from that party. We'll link to that in the show notes. Also, 
uh, in New York State. The Build Public Renewables Act is coming to a head. This thing could uh, pass, and, and pressure we are trying to build to get it through to take on Con Ed and uh, actually have a publicly generated power system that is sustainable and equitable. Um, so uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to help out. Give a call to your legislators and the governor to tell them to get this fucking shit in the deal. Uh, okay, I have some pretty crazy shit coming up next month. Uh, I'll be doing stand-up on a Clash Books uh, reading with a bunch of writers from Clash Books. The, um, what do you call it? Publisher? Uh, Interesting. Indie book publisher is having a reading here in New York at the Slipper Room. It's a book release party. There will be an aerialist and also comedian Jake Flores and then some writers and stuff. Uh, What is an aerialist? I think it's somebody that like... uh, Does an impression of Ariel from Little Mermaid? I love their (laughs) font. No. Have you ever been to like uh, House of Yes or something? Okay, yeah. Somebody that hangs from the ceiling and... Yeah, it's the modern, that's the woke modern way of saying, you know what? When I was a kid, they were called goddamn acrobats, you know? <laughs> and they would fling each other across the room, and there would be no net sometimes. It would be very exciting. But now they're called aerialists. An aerialist is a veteran of the Air Force. Um, that's on April 12th. I'll put that on my Twitter and in the show notes. And then on April 14th, I'll be in downtown L.A. at this batshit crazy event called Wallet Chain, which is um, a it's hard to describe what's happening here. There's going to be me doing stand up, a bunch of insane sex workers lighting each other on fire. I think Tony from Minion Death Cult is going to be skateboarding around throwing hot pockets that are vegan that he made at people. Ooh. Um, it's a new metal themed, uh, insane gathering of the Juggalos party that I'm doing stand up at, and Andrew Hillary, uh, Hillary will be there too. It's going to be really cool. I'll Arrest Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest Andrew Hillary. Lock him up. Lock him up. Okay. Uh, hopefully this podcast recorded. It's finished. Bye bye.